You're listening to Overcome the Overwhelm for Special Needs Moms with Lauren Lowry. Well, hello, friends, and welcome back to Overcome the Overwhelm, the podcast. I am really happy to have you here, and I hope everyone is doing really good. Having a great, no, amazing week so far. So I have a question, guys. Do you ever feel like you are just being pulled in a million different directions? Or like there's like a million things that you have to keep up with, things to remember, things to just deal with, like all the mental energy that is required whenever it comes to being a special needs mom? Or like you feel like you're drowning, like are about to be. You're just trying to tread water and keep your head up when you've got all of these big waves coming and crashing. And, you know, it's getting up your nose and you're just exhausted from treading that water. And you just want some relief. It's just always chaos. Always things coming at you. I had a client actually explain this to me one time perfectly. So it feels like I am trying to sip water from a fire hose. It's just all this information, all these appointments, and just this life is coming at us full blast. Well, in today's episode, we are going to solve that feeling, or at least part of it, a good portion of it. Because <laughs> I know personally, I am not a naturally organized person. Keeping things organized and planning and scheduling and all of that, it has been a skill that I have had to really develop and work at over time. And I'm not perfect at it by any means at this point, even after all these years of really working towards it. I mean, I don't know how many times I have gotten a call from one of Leo's specialists confirming an appointment that I had like zero clue about. And of course, you know, it's those automated calls. You get those like a day or two beforehand. So I was always blindsided. And sometimes when this would happen, I would even have to cancel that appointment because I'm like, well, that's tomorrow and I can't get out of work, right? It's too late. I can't get off. And so, you know, it's kind of a cycle. It happened quite a few times in the past. It it hasn't happened here lately. But the causation of all of that truly is that I would get this idea in my head that, oh, I don't need to write that down. I'll remember it. You know, you're leaving the appointment. You're ready to just get out of there. For us, it's like an hour and a half drive back home. It doesn't matter. All of our specialists are an hour and a half minimum away. So you just want to get out of there. So I'm like, I'll remember it. It's fine. It's stored away in my memory. And maybe, like, I have this thought error because maybe at one point in my life, I was able to remember all of the things that I needed to. You know, back when I was, like, an 18-year-old, 17-year-old, I had no kids, no true responsibilities. So, of course, I was able to remember a date or two here or there, right? But now, no. My brain needs help. It needs serious help. I need help doing all of the things, remembering all of the things, because that mental load that we carried around as teenagers, that was like the weight of a pillow. It was like a feather, super light, super easy, right? And the mental load that we carry around as parents now, that's like the weight of a freaking barge. (laughs) 
And I think that it can be a hard thing for us to even admit to ourselves that we need help keeping up with all of these demands of motherhood. Because we have been fed this idea throughout our lives that women should be able to handle all of the demands. This kind of ties in with last week's episode, that part, right? If, if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. But the mental load of motherhood, right? We should be able to deal with all of that. We should be able to handle, not just juggle, but just excel at motherhood, our careers, our marriages. We should be able to do it all flawlessly without any help. And sometimes that help that we so desperately need is from others, right? Whether it's help from your spouse, help from your family, or help from someone you hire out, like cleaning your house, mowing your lawn, things like that. But it is harder to get outside help whenever it comes to the mental aspects of motherhood, right? Like the the management of the medical care of our children. But one way that we can actually help ourselves, reduce that mental load, is by setting up systems that will make life easier for ourselves. It's like little like life hacks, if you will. And a while back, I realized that I really needed a system that would sort of offload some of that mental load that I was carrying around, especially whenever it came to all of Leo's medical care, right? So I created the ultimate medical binder. Right. And it started out as just a very basic list of Leo specialists with their names and phone numbers and like the location, the hospital, wherever they are at. And I kept running into this issue where I would be at some appointment or other and they would want a list of all of our medical providers and their phone numbers right there on the spot. And they needed it like in two minutes or less. And I would. I would get it figured out eventually, right? But I would have to, you know, look them up on my phone. Sometimes I'd be like, what is the name of that doctor? Who was our cardiologist again? I don't remember, right? You have to dig through your phone numbers and your addresses. Sometimes I have to Google them because I didn't even have them in my phone, right? And none of this is a big deal. It's not. But whenever it comes to mental load that we experience, the only way that we can reduce it is by making small incremental adjustments here and there to those things that are not big deals by themselves. That's a tricky thing about it. Each item that we deal with on a day-to-day basis is typically small, no big deal. Going to pick up a prescription from the pharmacist, no big deal. Like shoot, even just calling in that prescription to get refilled, not a big deal, right? But whenever you add up all of those small little things, it becomes a lot. It gets heavy. So as time went on, I've added different kinds of pages to this binder that I have. And each one has been useful in some small way. And this week, I'm so excited about this. I released a a much prettier and better version of my original, the ultimate medical binder for special needs moms. And this is something it has been on my heart for a while. It's something that I have wanted to offer as a free resource to my listeners and my followers for a long time. Because it really has been a big help in keeping Leo's medical care somewhat organized and keeping me somewhat in line. Now, this is a free downloadable PDF document that you can go get. It is 16 pages in total. And you can just go to my website 
download it, save it to your computer, print it off, and there are certain pages that you might need to print off multiple copies of, like the doctor visit log page. That is for every time you go to the doctor, it has different things so you can take notes and stuff like that. Um, you know, so obviously you would need a new sheet for every visit. But this is just something that started out as a tool that I've used for a while now, a rougher version of it, I will say. And I have adapted it and I wanted to share it with you guys. So to download your copy, though, you just go to LowryLifeCoaching.com forward slash medical dash binder. I will add that link in the show notes to you, of course, so no need to spell it. it. Just go right to the show notes of this episode. But this binder is designed to be an all-in-one hub. It provides like a centralized space for everything related to your child's health. We've got doctor contacts. We've got medication lists. We've got therapy goals. We've got a lot of different things. And having all of that in one place, it means no more like frantic searching whenever you need something going through papers. And where did I put that? Is that in this notebook? Is it in my phone? Where did I write that down? Did I even write it down? <laughs> no more trying to store it all up in your memory, thinking you're going to remember it in the future. You're not going to. And it's especially important if you feel like you are living in survival mode and experiencing a great amount of stress, because when we are living in survival mode, our brains have a much harder time accessing the parts that are responsible for planning and short-term memory, right? The important dates page, it's one of the pages in there. It gives you a quick glance. It has a box for each month of, so 12, 12 little boxes on there, one for each month. So it gives you a glance of your whole year. So that way you can quickly and easily see when those appointments that only come around every 12 months or so are scheduled for, right? So it's gonna reduce that last minute cancellations and those missed appointments. Utilizing the symptom tracker pages, will actually help you better recognize any patterns in your child's health, which will help you see if there is maybe something causing the symptoms. You'll see the patterns come up and say, huh, I wonder if that is a correlation. So you can actually take that to your doctor and show them. Or have you ever been in front of a doctor, one of your child's doctors, and they're like, oh, when did that start? And you're like, um, I don't know, you know, a few days ago, which could be anywhere from three days ago to a month ago, <laughs> especially if it's a smaller thing, like, oh, he has this weird bump on his skin, you know, this weird red mark or something. <laughs> and my favorite page, my absolute favorite page, guys, one that you probably won't see in any other medical binder, but I think is one of the most important and it will have the largest impact on you, is the gratitude list. Because this page is designed to be an ongoing list of anything that makes you smile, anything that you appreciate or that you're grateful for along the way. I think a lot of us do a lot of travel to different therapies, to appointments, taking our kids around, right? We do a lot of traveling. We're taking our kids a lot of different places. And a lot of times it's not so fun. And this binder is designed to go with you to those appointments. And sometimes that can be the hardest time of all to feel thankful for anything. Those can be the hard days, especially if you're getting bad news or if your child is not feeling great. Maybe you're even in the hospital. And this page is in there to be a reminder 
to help you to go look for the good. Because when we go looking for the good things in life, we're actually training our brains to recognize it more easily and more often. And whenever you train your brain to see the good, it will just automatically start doing it more and more. So whether it's something, you know, funny your child did while you're in the waiting room, or maybe it's just like a really good cup of coffee that you had in the cafe in the hospital. Sometimes it happens. Depends on the hospital. (laughs) We could probably do a whole podcast over the best cafes of children's hospitals and the worst. (laughs) But you just write those things on the list. It doesn't have to be. Actually, you know what? It shouldn't be big things. You do the little glimmers of life. Those are the things you write down. And the best part is, on the hard days, if you have that binder with you, and you have that list with you, and you can go look at it, and you can look at all the things that have brought you joy in the past, and it will cheer you up. It will remind you that there's always things in life that will make us smile, make it all worth it. It will remind you of those moments that you wrote those down, that that really good cup of coffee. And then you might actually go get another good cup of coffee. (laughs) But no, but it is there as a reminder to say, hey, there is still joy. We just have to find it, right? Now, when it comes to setting up this binder, I want you to be careful because what can often end up happening is we see something really cool like this, something that we think, oh, this is absolutely what I need. This is what will finally help me get my life together. This is me every time I see a new notebook or um, a really fancy planner with stickers. (laughs) And what ends up happening, guys, if you know, you know, is we end up signing up for the thing or we buy the planner, we buy the notebook, and then that's it. We never touch it again. We never get it going. It dies. Because we get busy, we get distracted, we forget, we think it won't work. We think we won't be capable of keeping up with it. So we just don't even try. (laughs) But when this is happening, rarely do we stop and consider that the time and energy we spend on the front end now will save us 10 times that amount of time and energy later on down the road. So. Setting up a medical binder, it takes a little bit of effort. Not a whole lot. There's not a whole lot to fill out in this medical binder. It's really just going, you know, as you go forward, filling it out, right? It takes a little bit of effort, though. But it's something that your future self will greatly thank you for. We always want to be taking care of our future selves. The other thing I want you to remember is that this binder does not have to be perfect. It does not have to be completely filled out and set up and just glorious all in one day, okay? (laughs) Absolutely can be if that is what you would like to do. But if if doing that just feels overwhelming, if you open up this PDF and you're like, nope, close, (laughs) then start small. Make the decision to just start with one page, one section at a time, And then add on bit by bit. Say, hey, you know what? I'm going to print off one new page a week, one new page a month, whatever it is, right? Sometimes we have to just prove to our brains that we are capable of starting a new habit, right? Like a new system. We have to prove to it that we are capable. 
by setting the bar super low, setting very doable, achievable goals for ourselves. Because if we think we won't be able to keep up with a new habit, then essentially we are shooting ourselves in the foot because it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy from just that thought. If you think I won't be able to keep up with the new habit, you will cause yourself from just that thought to not keep up with the habit, right? It's craziness. So make the decision to just do one part at a time. This binder has 16 pages total. Everything from symptom trackers, medical spending logs, that's a cool one, by the way, therapy goals. Pick the page that you feel will be the most useful to you right now and just start there. If your child doesn't have a ton of specialists or a large medical team, then you may not need the medical team contact sheet. But maybe your child does have multiple therapies each week and you really want to focus on being more supportive towards their goals in those, then you might use that therapy goal sheet. And the cool thing about that is, is have you ever gone to a therapy with your child and they're like, hey, yes, I want you to, you know, really work on sit to stand and, you know, weight bearing this week. And you're like, yes, yes, that sounds awesome. And you have full intentions of doing those exercises and working on those things throughout the week until next week's appointment. And then again, our brains, we swear we will remember it. <laughs> what ends up happening? We forget because we're not 17 years old anymore. And so this page is just somewhere where you could just quickly jot it down. You can do one for every single week. That's the beauty of it. And you just jot down what you're supposed to work on. And that way, you have it written down somewhere you can go look at. But also, the act of writing it down will automatically help your memory. And it takes less mental energy for you to try to remember what's going on. And next week's appointment rolls around and you're going to be so proud of yourself because you did your homework, right? <laughs> so just make that decision, though, to just do one part of the time that will be helpful. Start small. And the other type I have is to getting it set up is to just make it fun for yourself. Anytime something is fun, we're exponentially more likely to do it, right? Like, of course. So go on Amazon, find a really cute binder for it. Order some of your fancy favorite pens that you keep with it too. Get some stickers if you want. Make a deal with yourself that once you get it all set up and put together, you earn a treat or something of some sort. Maybe it's more pens from Amazon. <laughs> or maybe you're not a nerd like me. Maybe you have other hobbies. I don't know. <laughs> but sometimes all it takes is a little bit of fun. Intentionally making it fun for ourselves. Incentivizing it. Those really mundane tasks when you do that. That will help you get them completed. So, if you have not done so already, go download it. It is 100% free. It is a gift to you and start putting it to use. I cannot wait to hear about all the success stories, how you guys are utilizing it and hearing about how it has helped you. So let me know. I would love to hear. Okay, guys, I will talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks for joining me on today's episode of Overcome the Overwhelm. If you have questions or would like more information, head on over to LowryLifeCoaching.com 
and I'll see you next week.